Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat of Kuf Nun Gimel Amur Aleph, about to begin our study of the last parak, Mishach Shich, of Masachat Shabbat. And this parak is mainly devoted to care for animals, although we have some truly fascinating agadot coming along in the third of the four podcasts we will uh, engage in uh, to complete our study of Masachat Shabbat. The first Mishnah, let's say somebody's walking on the way and they've got a pack with them, and Shabbat begins, and they're out in Rishut Arbim, or out in a Carmelite. You should give your pouch with your belongings in it to a non-Jew. If there's not a non-Jew available, put it on the donkey. Once you come to the outer Chatzer, no, tell Ta'kilim and Tidim Shabbat. You take the things that are not Muktza. Shan Tidim Shabbat, Matir Chabalim. The ones that are, uh, Muktza, that cannot be carried. You unloosen, you loosen the, uh, the, the ropes. And everything falls out by itself. Okay. So the first question the Gemara is interested in is, why are we gay making any allowances for this guy and finding different heterim? So, my why the Torah allow you, why the Rabbanon allow you to give your pouch to a non-Jew? That's, uh, Mir Lenochri in a sense. The answer is, This is somewhat reminiscent of what we saw in the 16th parak about the various heterim for pulling things out of the house in a fire. Uh, here, we know that a person is not going to stand there and watch their money go get destroyed. So, if we don't allow him some provision, he's just going to carry it. Okay, I'm a Rava Davka Kisos. Rava says that this whole heter only applies to your own pouch. But not if it's a mitziah, meaning something that you just found. Because that you're not going to be concerned with in the same way. Pshita Kisotanan, it's obvious that it's Kiso, because that's the Mishnah. The answer is, I might have thought that it applies to Mitziah too. Padiktani Kiso, they pick Kiso because that's what normally happens. Kamashvalan. Therefore, Ravast says, it really is only Kiso. Now, by the way, that limitation is only if you haven't yet really taken possession of the Mitziah. If you, once you take possession of the Mitziah, it's yours, and it's like your own keys. Now, another version, Rav actually asked us a question. What about a Mitziah that became your possession? Since you now own it, it's like your own keys, or since you didn't work for it, it's not. And in the second version, it was left as a teku. Okay. Any monochri. So we said if you don't have a non-Jew there, so Tamad any monochri, Aish monochri, the nochri Ivle. So if there is a non-Jew, you give it to the non-Jew. My Tama, why is the non-Jew preferable here to the animal? The answer is Chamora Tamatsuval Shvitato. Because the Torah obligates us to make sure that our animals rest. Take a look at the Pasuk on the page. Nochriya Tamatsuval Shvitato. You're not commanded to make sure the non-Jew rests on Shabbat. Now, let's say that it's Chamor versus Cherishet of a carton. You got a donkey or an incompetent person. A Chamor Manachle, she should put it on the Chamor. A Cherishet of a carton, don't give it to the Cherishet of a carton, because my time on Hani Adam, because they're people. Halav Adam. The Chamor is not a, not a person. You shouldn't be given to a person. However, Cherishet <laughs> let's say all you have is a Cherish or a Jota. You give it to the Jota. Because a shota is somebody who's much more distant from being a competent person. Shota v'katan, again shota. But now, the playoff. What do you do when you have a cheresh and a katan? 
might be fully competent. So that's a no-brainer. You give it to the Katan. If the Cheresh uh, separates Truma, you can't make it Chulin. It might be proper Truma. He might be a Bandat. The question is really according to Rabbanan. The first Mishnah in Trumot. There's five people who should not take Truma. And even with the Avad, the Truma is no good. The next Mishnah then lists five who should not take Truma, but the Avad it is good. In our case, those three, if you take Truma from something that's not your property, if a non-Jew took Truma, even if the Jew gave him permission, it's not Truma at all. So according to the Rabbanan, Cheresh and Katan are equally invalid. So my, what's the calculus? Should we give it to the Cheresh? Because the Katan is going to be an adult. The Cheresh is never going to reach that level. Maybe we should give it to the Katan, because if you give it to the Cheresh, next time you're going to give it, or somebody seeing you do it, is going to give it to a regular adult Jew. So the answer is both positions were taken. Okay. What if none of them are there? In other words, you're carrying a pack on your own, and there's nobody else out there. What do you do? There was one other solution. Chachamim did not want to reveal it. What is it? You could take two steps and stop, two steps and stop, as long as you don't go Arbamot at any one pass. Uh, pass. Now, why didn't the Chachamim want to reveal it? It's the Kavod of Hashem to keep things hidden, sometimes better. Kings should have their matters be transparent. What's the kavod of Hashem? Because if you allow him to do that, he might end up carrying it. So it's better not to publicize it. But on the on the QT, that is a solution. Tanya Rabbi Eliezer Omer Now this is a reference to the eighteen gzerot that we have back in the first parak, of which one of them is this pachot pachot midal ramot. Rabbi says that was a great day they added to the Seah. By the way, Rabbi was, of course, a student of Beit Shammai. They actually erased the Seah measure. In other words, he's saying the Gzerot were a bad idea. Rabbi was from Beit Hillel. Beit Hillel were outvoted that day. What's Rabbi Yezer's statement sort of reminiscent of? You have a basket full of gourds and 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 zucchini. Adam noten the tochach hadal. If you put some hadal in there, he machazeket. Then the whole thing gets stronger. It like holds it. It's like the glue. Shalom Yeshua. What's Yeshua's case like? Like a basket full of honey. Noten the tochari monim egozin. If you put some fruit in there, nuts. If you mekiyah, then it, it it all comes out. So according to Yeshua, it was too much. The gzerot were too much. Okay, Amar, any more nochrim in So in the Mishnah we said that if you don't have a nochri, you put it on the donkey. But if you do that, then you are mechamer, which means leading a donkey. Which we understand is the love of mechamer. A special love, which is not one of the melachot, of leading an animal. So the answer is that you wait till the donkey is walking, you put it on its back, and then it, it didn't really do an akira. 
Wait a second. Every animal stops on the way to urinate and to defecate. And then when it moves again, there's another akira. The answer is, how you put it on its back when it's walking. When it stops, you pick it up, and then you wait till it starts walking again and put it on its back, so it never does an akira. You could do that with another person. What do you need a donkey for? Uh, so the answer is remember if you would do that with your own body meaning keep it on your back and walk and stop and walk and stop you'd be chayav so if you put it on your friend's back you're patur and if it, if by putting it on another person's back or case you're patur v'alasur then mechamro mutal lachatchila on a dog it's mutal lachatchila. Rada baravai tachav datom unachat lo aktefor. If you had a a, a uh, package on your back, rats tachteat shemagil until you can run with it on, on top of you until you get in your house. So dafka rats, but you have to run. If all kali kali to walk slowly, lo my tama. Because you're not doing anything different. Atu meyavar akir vanochi. You may end up stopping and starting and moving. So Wait a second, when you get to your house, you're going to slow down a little bit. And then you're carrying it inside, which running doesn't help. The answer is, When you get near your house, you throw it all kind of in a backhanded way into the house or into the courtyard. Okay. So Rambam says that if you lead an animal uh, or drive an animal on Shabbat, you're chayav chatat, mezid chayav skilah, Full chiyuvim. My tama. I'm a rabbi. I'm a kral. The Torah says, "Don't do any malacha. You da da da, or your animal." <coughs> and therefore, behemto do me today. Your animal is like you. Meaning, mahu b'shogah chayiv chatat mizid chayiv skila. If you do malacha, those that's what you chayiv. Af behemto nam b'shogah chayiv chatat mizid chayiv skila. So if your animal does malacha, you also chayiv that, as long as you're leading the animal. I'm a rabbi. Stay chuma pedavar. Rabbi turns on merchama as often he does. And knocks it down and says, there's two challenges to what you said. And that passage in Parshat Shlach uh, uses the phrase, if you violate all the mitzvot. And what mitzvah is it? It's like all the mitzvot, it's Avodah Zarah. So, the entire Torah is compared to Avodah Zarah. When are you chayav and Avodah Zarah? Avodah Zarah, David Masa when you yourself did it. You can't be chayav for Shabbat when somebody else did something, somebody else even being an animal that you led. The Mishnah Sanhedrin talks about for Skila, says if you're Machalal Shabbat, with something, you'd be Chayav, Chatat for Shogeg, and B'mezid Skila. Sounds like not everything in Shabbat is, uh, is Chatat and Skila. Because the Mishnah said, if you violate Shabbat, with one of those things that has chatat and skila. So, what's the thing that's left over? Lav de mechamer. Must be leading a donkey. So, lo, not necessarily. Tchumin v'alibir Rabbi Kiva, v'alibir Rabbi Yossi. If you recall, Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that tchumin are doraita, but he certainly would say you don't get chatat and skila for that. And remember that Rabbi Yossi's opinion against Rabbi Natan is that havara, the law of lotavaruesh, was singled out and Parsha Vayakel to tell you that it's only a lav and not a chiyuv skila. Rav Zvid Matnihachi. This was Rav Zvid's version of that entire back and forth. You're not chayav shogeg. Mezid chayav skila. So oddly enough, 
you are chayav v'mezid the regular chiyuv v'shogeg your patur. Meitiv Rava now Rava quotes the in this version quotes the Mishnah Sanhedrin to make it look as if that creates a a, a parity between chatat and skila. So our answer is We that inference is not necessarily accurate. Which means Mishnah saying that if you chayav chatat for doing it b'shogeg, then you'll be chayav b'skila. However, there's some things that aren't chayav chatat, but nonetheless chayvinos dono skila, and that is mechamer. All right, but we have yet a third opinion. Rava achua de Rav Mari Barachel. So Rava, a different Rava than the famous one, who was the brother of Mari Barachel, Vamrila avua de Rav Mari Barachel. According to other versions, he was his father, which is very odd because Mari Barachel indicates that we don't know who his father is, or we can't call him by his father's name because father wasn't Jewish. So therefore, the Leishta Batrakasha, that second version is a little bit difficult, because had the Rav Achshuray the Mari Barachel, my poor said Bavel, Rav had to give an official okay for this Mari Barachel to be some sort of a leader in Bavel, and he had to do it because, in spite of the fact that his father wasn't Jewish, so how could this Rava that we're talking about be his father? The answer is Dilmatre Mari Barachel. Maybe there's two different guys with the same name. It's still difficult to call Mari Barachel and still he has a father who's notable. All right, so it's probably his brother. He taught this whole piece about Mechamer, quoting Rabbi Yochanan, and said, you're patur all around. Why aren't you chayav chatat if you do b'shogeg? Because for that we have the pasuk in Shlach, that the whole Torah is like a Vodazara, and therefore since in Avodazara you only chayav chatat if you did it yourself, in Shabbat you only chayav chatat if you did it yourself. The Mishnah in Sanhedrin indicates an, e- an equalization or parity between Chatat for Shogeg and Skila for Mezid. And since you're not Chayav Chatat for Shogeg, therefore you're not Chayav Skila for Mezid. So, he adds one more thing, and you can't get makot either. Why? Because here we have a special category uh, for makot. Love, which is within the context of a prohibition that has a chiyuv mitah. However, not everybody agrees with that. Even according to the one who says you do get makot for something which is within the context of chiyuv mitah, then the Torah should have said, "Don't you do malacha nor your animal." When it says atah later, to tell you you're never chayav for anything that your animal does, even if you directed it. Uh, as far as the Chiyuvei Shabbat. And that's Rabbi Yochanan's position, which is uh, is to exempt both Peshoging and Bemezid. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast with the solution of what to do at the outer courtyard. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.